welcome to this edition of Pub Table Racers. My name is Tim Packman. Sitting next to me is Matt Warren Brossel. Warren is currently testing as we do the show at the Roval for the uh, next generation car, Gen 7, whatever the name they come up with it. And he's down there, Gen 7, 6? 6, 7, 6. Next generation car. Uh, he's down there with a test of Team Penske, figuring out cool stuff and this and that. So uh, I will be flying solo, but never fear, we have a guest who's coming up tonight's show. Um, we will intro, not hit. Oh, bucket of beer. Why? Pub Table Racers. You gotta have a beer as Pub Table Racers as the host. And Why Miller Highlight, in tribute to our friend Bobby Allison. I will do the air toast to all of you having one at home. Hold, please. Uh, like my dad says, first one of the day. All right, so uh, let's talk about tonight's show. Um, this is coming to you live from the Rapid Removal Studios, thanks to Darren Russell. Engine Tuner, Team Penske. Uh, tonight's show, our guest is Rick Hodges. A long time, over two decades, we talked about as a hauler driver in the NASCAR industry. And he's worked for a couple big teams. And he's going to share his stories about working at Dale Earnhardt Incorporated with the Budweiser team and now with Kevin Harvick at the four. Uh, they made the news highlight reels this weekend. Uh, we'll talk to him. And also, we will have, talk about some news. But before we get started, our show is brought to you by RacingJunk.com is one of our big sponsors. Buy, sell, trade. If it has wheels, have anything to do with wheels, clothing, shops, uh, cars, bikes, drag cars, oval cars, dirt cars, motorhomes, go, go see them. They even sell shops. You want to buy a shop? Uh, go check them out. Also, the garage shop. Uh, great work going on over there. We put some latest uh, YouTubes up uh, videos and plus the uh, restoration we kind of did of a Richard Petty car that's currently going on. Uh, it was a tribute car, so I can tell you damn well. Nobody at Petter Enterprises built that car. You'll see if you check it out. Uh, we appreciate their support and also uh, rapid removal. Uh, Darren Russell, uh, you have anything need to be moved, you're renovating, uh, refurbishing something, uh, getting rid of stuff, he, he will bring a 20-yard container over to your house or place, drop it there on tires, makes no imprints in the grass, great business, great guy. And when you're done, say, hey, come get it. And that's why it's called rapid removal. Uh, give them a call. Check out Darren on Facebook. He still doesn't have a website or a rapid removal Facebook page. Otherwise, we point you that way. So appreciate it. Um, personal, it was great to be in the garage this weekend. Got to see a lot of familiar faces. And uh, it was cool to uh, reconnect with a lot of you people uh, in the sport and the industry. So I appreciate it. Uh, that was pretty cool. It was good. Uh, made a visit. And people said, did you stick around for the race? I said, no. But hey, at least I went to the garage and said, hey, because I had no reason to be there for the race. I had no pit stops to do. Uh, Monica Rogers, yes, we're missing someone. It's Warren. Yes, I know he's short, but he's not that short. We can't see him, that's all. Uh, Jessica, yes, you could have been the co-host again. You could have been. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the news. Uh, first of all, on a sad note, Marciar, Richard Childress Racing, Gray Warren, longtime crew member there. Uh, his last role, he was also the uh, parts department manager. And uh, I think afterwards he moved into the winery. Um, passed away from pancreatic cancer. Uh, yesterday, so uh, God bless to uh, him and his family. A uh, great guy when I was at RCR, if I couldn't do a tour, I'd call Gray and go, Gray, can you cover me? He goes, gotcha, man. He's a really good guy. And uh, miss him and sad for that. On a happy note, NASCAR Hall of Famer champion Ned Jarrett, 89 years old today. Today, I'm going to cheers to that because, one, I'm thirsty. And two, it's Ned Jarrett. He's a gentleman, great guy. All right. Uh, in the news, Ty Dillon. Announced as the full-time cup driver for GMS Racing. Uh, good choice. Uh, good driver. Good guy. Uh, and he's going to be the uh, there's their first venture in the cup. And uh, he's going to do a good job. And I'm sure there might be a little help from RCR and Chevrolet involved. Uh-oh, I forgot to turn that off. Um, so, can you guys hear that? It's annoying. I can't. Sorry about that. I forgot to turn that off. I think it's a dehumidifier. I don't know what it is. Let's just find the button. Just hit it. Just smash it until it goes off. It's not mine, it's Warren. There we go. Man, you are awesome, Rick. All right, let's talk about the racing this weekend. Xfinity at the Roval. Uh, AJ Allmendinger, anybody shocked? That's three in a row. Colleague Racing is on fire now. They are absolutely just killing it. And uh, AJ, you know, has a road course uh, background. And he's also in oval races. But for them to win three in a row like that, amazing. And uh, congrats to them. Another team going cup racing next year. So it should be interesting. On Sunday... Kyle Larson overcomes uh, mechanical failure, uh, belt had to go, battery had to, sorry, battery had to go in, changed that, had to make some changes, comes back out, says that's it, I'm done. 
He actually thought his chances were over of making the playoffs. Nope, he not only made the playoffs, he made it to victory lane. Middle of the race, uh, the Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott feud continues. Um, Elliott got a little help going around there from Harvick, and they both said on the radio, you know, it wasn't an accident, it wasn't a mystery, that's what happened. And uh, later in the race, uh, his bumper's off on the nine car. He stays out there. Now people say, oh, he should have been black flag. It wasn't dragging. It wasn't in the way. And we've seen parts like that of pieces of the car. But uh, he stayed out, and then it totally came off. So they just kept racing. Uh, towards the end, a restart. Harvick goes hot into a turn one there and uh, locks up in the right front, smashes him into the wall. Uh, he's done. He is now out of the playoffs. Chase Elliott goes on. Uh, we now have eight left. As we whittle it down the next three races, and then we go four to Phoenix, which, by the way, is already sold out. Uh, enough of me plathering. How'd you like to bring our guest on? Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, it is uh, the one, the only, from Durham, North Carolina. I've known this guy for, we figured out, 19 years now. Uh, make it 20 years, what the hell rounded up. Uh, he is the current hauler driver for number four team at Stewart House Racing. Drove for Richard, excuse me, Downer Incorporated. Number eight, Budweiser, and one other team before that. Rick Hodges, come join us, please. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't, Don't hit trip. the camera. That's good. First of all, um, appreciate you being on. So, see, you're you're like the first guest to sit in the honored seat there uh, of Warren there, where Warren usually sits, so appreciate that. Uh, you're from Durham, North Carolina. Yes, sir. And before you got into, did you have any motorsports background at all? No. Growing up? Zero. Zero. Okay. Zip. So, what did you do before you got into racing? I was in the concrete business for uh, 20 years in Raleigh. Yep. I drove a truck for like six months, and I went into QC, and then I went into sales for the last 18 years. And where, and when you say the concrete, uh, just all concrete? Ready mix concrete in Raleigh. Okay. It was Raleigh, Wake Forest, uh, Apex, uh, Cary, that area yep. surrounded. It was the second largest concrete company ever. No, they're huge. They're huge. So, what happened that all of a sudden you went from concrete to the asphalt jungle of uh, NASCAR racing? Well, I was a single guy, so I, I had a lot of fun, but uh, a friend of mine moved to Statesville and worked for the lady that I'm currently married to now and okay. kept telling me, I got this girl I want you to meet, and I said, well, I'm not really interested. I'm having fun. <laughs> I let that go. I was single and having fun. I just let that so, just Say no that. more. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, I finally... Broke down and I said, I want a recent picture and she sent it to me and I said, what the heck was I waiting for? Yeah, and uh, your wife's name is? Londa. And she is a very beautiful person and a woman. Way, way out of my league. <laughs> so, I don't know how the heck I got you know it. what, and there's not a lot of people around with you on that. I mean that in the nicest of ways. Oh, everybody knows that. I mean, <laughs> All right, um, I wasn't in the same zip code. <laughs> so you met and... We met, uh, they came from Statesville down to Raleigh, and uh, just so happened my best friend's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, was the one that introduced us, and uh, she came with her, and my best friend and her, we all went out to eat, and then we talked for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden we started dating, and the rest is history. Really? 20, 22 years later. 22 years. Yes. God bless you. That's great. She's a saint. Mm. <laughs> She's yes, we know that. <laughs> but that would make for that long. Uh, Tiffin Wolvers says uh, Otis is my favorite hauler to follow down the highway. Do you know the guy? I don't know okay, him, but so he likes to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, Dave Johnson says uh, not a fan of the number movement. I'm okay with it. What do you think about the number movement in the new car? Big I don't deal. like it. You don't like it? Why? No, I just don't like it. I just don't look. I mean, you look at something for. For 20 years, and all of a sudden they're going to move 60 it. 60 years, yeah. I mean, well, I yeah. mean, far as me. Sure, yeah. Uh, moving it moving it back like that, I don't care for it. Okay. I like it, I like it just like it is. Well, actually, I, I like the whole car like it is. Sure, yeah, a lot of people do. I've heard, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, when you, uh, so did you just get out of the car? How old were you got married? Because you said you were single. Uh, well, we've been, I'm 66 now. So, really? Uh, 47, when we, 46 when I met, I think. I was single for about 10 years, a long time. Okay. All right, so you were previously? Yes. Okay, I, I was married for seven years prior to that, and so then I was single for a long time. Then I met her and then been married ever since. Wow. And she has? Three kids. Three kids. I have one son. Okay, got it. Reed, Elizabeth, uh, 
Jason and Stephen. Okay. And four grandkids. I was going to ask the next question. Your grandpa. Oh yeah. Just got a six month, six uh, week old in my house right now. That's just scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those kids in my like, we're just going to see Papa Rick in there. Oh, Papa was a. <laughs> I'm a hit with the grandkids. Though. You're a hit with all of us, but I imagine so. Um, okay, so where did so you just left the concrete business and moved Actually, here? Actually, no, I stayed in Raleigh one year after we we got married, and I I would come home on Fridays and go back on early Monday morning, mm -hmm. come back on Tuesday night, go back Wednesday morning, and I made the transit two or three times. Okay, and then I said, this is enough. So you said you had your so, toothbrush, so yeah. I had a friend of mine that worked for the concrete company in Statesville, and I got a job there. Right. I worked for six months, and then I went into uh, my old buddy, Richard Bostick. Okay, I, would, I have to bring him up, but he, he chimed in with a question. He, uh, he got me involved in that. I saw him at uh, Trailers at the East Coast. I was looking for a motorcycle trailer. To oh, East Coast on. Trailers, yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. And I met him because he was in a big bus, and I knew it was somebody who was racing. <laughs> so I started talking to him, and he... And he said, do you really want to drive one of those? I said, you know, yeah. But it was a little more exciting part of it. Sure, the yeah. Right. Uh, and he introduced me to a couple people, and 22 years later, I'm so, 21 years. So Richard Bostick, we should tell people he's a long-time oh. staple in the sport. Was he a hauler driver or was he a bus driver? He was driver. a hauler driver yeah. first. Right. Uh, he, was, he was a man back then. I mean, he was. Then he started driving a bus, and... That's what, what he ended up doing at the end, was driving bus. He, he drove at the end, I think he drove uh, Jeff, Jeff, Gordon, uh, Jeff, Jeff Burton's. Yeah. Always has a joke. Always has a joke. Always going to tell you a joke. Yeah. Uh, he said he taught you everything he knew. He does. Okay. <laughs> uh, he didn't, I didn't take the jokes, though. Okay, okay. I didn't get the joke. <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, hey, Marilyn from Akron, New York. Appreciate it. Uh, Troy Prince. Otis, my man. Oh, I know. Oh, boy, Troy. <laughs> We love, had some fun back then. Love to get him on when he's up there in Maine playing the Wasps. Yeah. That's all right. Um, if anybody has any questions or anything, we go. This, this is your time to chime in. We'll take them. Uh, Warren's not here to pick up my slack, so you guys are on, on calls of co-hosts tonight. Yes, Jessica, even you. Um, when you got the call, so you started talking. You got your first job hauling, driving a hauler with. I went to Everham uh, when they started up. Stayed there. Um, the end of the year came, and I, we were testing Lakeland, Florida, and I got a phone call from Tyler Norris when I was president, having, of DEI. president of DEI. I was going through South Carolina. We were going to Lakeland, Florida to test. Mm -hmm. He said, could you come in Monday and have an interview? Uh, we got a hard open, and never told me what truck it was. And I said, well, I'd love to, but I'm on the way to, to Lakeland, Florida to test in three days. I said, I can come back on Friday. And I got back Friday, and it was late, and I called him, and he said, just come in Monday. So I come in Monday, did, still didn't know what truck it was. Walked in the door with Ty, and Tony Senior Pops walked in right behind me, and I knew what it was then. <laughs> so you had no idea. I had no idea what truck it was. <laughs> so Tony, your senior uh, crew chief of the number eight, yep. Budweiser. Oh, hey, well, you don't really know her. So you were driving all the time. Christy? Remember Christy Martin? Yeah. Flight attendant? Flight attendant? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I saw her uh, in Chicago. I had to fly home on Saturday because okay. I had a little little malfunction with the ticker here, and uh, it went in AFib, so they flew me oh, home. Good, yeah. And I saw her there at the airport right. to leave Saturday to come back on Xfinity plane. Right. Okay, because you were always driving, so you didn't get to fly yeah. home. Hey, Christy, how you doing? Um, so you go in, you, you do the interview, and how'd that go? Well, Pops told me, he said they weren't going to interview anybody else. The job was mine if I wanted it, and... Me being new into the sport, I didn't want to take somebody else's job and right. get make them be out of a job so I could have a job because I already had a job. Right. So I called three of the older guys that had been in racing a lot longer than I thought I would ever be, and I asked their opinion, and they basically said if, if he called you and he wants you to come to work there, he said, I would take it. Yeah. So sure. I was supposed to call him on, on uh, Friday, he said, call me Friday or Monday, and I waited to Monday, knowing I was going to take it the day I walked in the door. <laughs> but I so, wanted to make sure I didn't make, right, I make nobody mad or take somebody else's job. And that, that shows a lot of integrity yeah, on your part. I didn't okay. want to do that. So you're going to work for, what year was this? Uh, I went there the first of 2003, I believe it was, because okay. uh, I worked, uh, we won the 
Daytona 5 in 2004. Four, right. So I was there a year uh, before that happened. So okay. two, first 2003, I believe. So that's where I got to know you because I yeah. started 2003. Uh, Jay Ganeri. We all started at the same time. Start, at yeah. Same Dylan and Corbett. You guys were on the cars. I was, you know, writing stuff and started the website. Matter of fact, Dale Jr. made a comment at the first of the year. He says, we made a lot of changes and we then hired a new truck driver. Yeah. That's, he did say that. Perfect. I, I remember him saying that. So you go to work for, let's say, you know, the biggest name, <laughs> the biggest sponsor, the most watched hauler on the highway. What was that like for you? Do you remember? Like It was fun. I mean, he's, he, being around Dale Jr. And, and his contacts and everything that he he brought to the sport. I mean, we could go places and, I mean, I remember going to George Lucas's ranch in California, a 200 seat theater. Star Wars guy? Oh yeah. Jeez. Went and watched the premiere of Talladega Nights. You went to? George Lucas's ranch, set in his three, 200 seat theater. At his place. At his place. <clears throat> has his own fire department on premises. And we watched uh, Talladega Nights premiere. That's a lot of Darth Vader dolls. <laughs> <laughs> What? So who all was there? Was it just a bunch of you? It guys? was him. It was George Lucas, his wife, uh, girlfriend, whoever it was. Uh, all the eight guys, just all the road guys, because it was a, yeah. we went to see it on a I think it was Friday night. That'd be pretty. Cool. Or no, a Saturday afternoon when the garage closed, we all went went there. The uh, pit guys hadn't got there yet, okay. so I think it was just road. That's guys pretty cool there. though. That's yeah. nice. That's it. Uh, Scott Daniels, Otis. So <laughs> this, I, I keep calling. Was, I haven't called you Otis yet. So. Do we want to tell? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's a, a it's a, a PG rated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have backup drivers back then. We had contract labor drivers, and I had a guy named Joe that rode with me. I can't remember his last name, but he went to all the, the long trips with me. When you know, I indulged myself with the the sponsors' uh, beverage more Look, than I should have. You're sponsored by Budweiser. <laughs> when you're not driving and you're off, it is, we all consider it was our job. It was our job. Our job. Sure. Our yeah. duty to make sure they were happy and the product was being... Bud Light. Yeah. Bud Light bottles. Perfect. Well, anyways, I got a little tipsy that night and the next morning we get to the track and Pop still hadn't got a nickname for me yet. Right. So oh, yeah. I have one. I made a smart comment to Joe and he said, all right, Otis. <laughs> I reckon from the town drunk of <laughs> maybe <Beaver>. RMD. <laughs> So one so night, Pops heard it. That was it. it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Hell, have people in the race that don't know my name's Rick. I, people, if I pack one, they think it's a nickname. Like, oh, that's really my. Yeah. yeah I came with one. Um, my right. wife actually had to call one time. We, we we were on the green egg deal for a little bit, and she called to pay for it before I could pick it up. Yeah. She says, I need to call and pay for Rick Hodges a green egg. Well, we don't have no Rick Hodges on the list. She said, How about Otis? Oh, we got one of them. <laughs> so, what does your wife call you? She calls me Ricky. Okay, got it. Okay, I just want to make sure. Just she ain't never called me Otis. Okay. <laughs> Not that I'm a boy. <laughs> Perfect. So let's talk about those early years of D-Guy. All the eyes are upon us. We lost Dale. Everything you did was magnified. What was it like driving that hauler down the road? It was like everybody and their brother wanted a piece of that kid. And, mm -hmm. and I understand uh, he was bringing up the legacy. It, you can see people, I mean, everybody waved at you. I hardly had anybody that ever booed at us, yeah. but it was either waving or going down the road and thumbs up, blowing the horn or riding right at your quarter and taking pictures of it so you couldn't pass. Right. <laughs> get out of the way, let me pass. Right. But it was it was fun. It was a beautiful truck, too. It was, I remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, twin turbo cat, <laughs> 550 cat motor. Went a freight line of that thing with all the mail. When... Uh... I remember we've talked, so people would have actually, when you stop for fuel or on the CB, they would ask if Dale Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was. I see. You know, I got tired of saying, uh, no, he's not. Right. So I started saying, yeah, he's in there asleep. Be quiet. Quit talking. He's in there asleep. So, you know, he's got to race, you know, in two days. Yeah. He's trying to get his rest. Oh, the okay, okay, man. So he never good, rode in good a truck with me. <laughs> never, no. No. Now, I did. Remember the one yeah, time you, you yeah, and you I did. were, I was doing a story. I said, let's do a story for uh, the DEI website. And I said, what, so I want to ride with you. So we said, let's go to Pocono. So we rode to Pocono. And, you know, it, I, I experienced firsthand, like, you've told us about it. But, man, the people that stop and they wave and girls are writing their phone numbers on a piece of paper to call. They're like, what am I going to call you for? We're driving on the road. And then we stopped and got we got fuel and it was like 
People were just yeah, coming out of the woodwork. It was, it was uh, different. And you did this all the time. It was just me experiencing one time. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, you would have the bad the bad guy on the block. Yeah. With that truck, because it was with him too. Yeah. You couldn't go anywhere that somebody didn't want something. Hat. Hat. Shirt. Shirt. Whatever. Oh, just to give out shirts like it's nothing. Hats. I like doing yeah. nothing. Sure. <laughs> well, didn't you need them like for uh, sometimes at the way stations? Yes, I've had to give up. Numerous hats at the way station back in the day. <laughs> it's like you're not the only one. Oh, all of them do. Yeah, all of them sure. do. And sometimes they pull us in. There was a guy, and we went to Daytona back then. It was no restrictions on, on gears or, or, uh, or uh, truck arms or none of that stuff. So we carried a plenty. Oh, the Daytona. Was, yeah. yeah, we were pretty heavy going across the scale in, in Daytona right before you got to the track, Daytona. And this, he was a retired army guy. He was he got hurt in the army and. When he comes out the door with that piece of paper over his head, he's not coming out there to give you the receipt. He's just coming out to get a hat. So that was the sign? That was hold, the sign. Hold it up. <laughs> you little heavy there, sir. What's this going to so, cost so are you? So are you, officer. <laughs> yeah. But, they, I mean, they were always uh-huh. nice. Yeah. Um, of course. They just wanted a hat. hat and, I mean, that yeah. was, uh, was about 3,200-pound um, over gross going to Sonoma. I had to just a little bit. I had to take the toolbox off the truck, put it on a rollback, go 50 miles down the road, put it back on the truck, and continue on down the highway. I was the only Seriously. I was the only toolbox when we got to the racetrack had bugs on the toolbox because it set up higher than the rollback. Where'd the rollback come from? <laughs> Amazingly, the guy that gave was going to give me the tickets nephew had a rollback, so it only cost 275 dollars so, for me to go 50 miles. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you got to stop, unload the toolbox. I unloaded the toolbox. Said, I got to get legal. I said, how can I get legal? I can't get legal. I can't. I, I spread that. axles don't move. Sure. Yeah. I can't slide the fin, fifth wheel forward because I'm already maxed out on the front axle. Right. So I said, you got to roll back. You know anybody's got to roll back? He said, yeah, I got somebody. And all of a sudden around the corner, here comes a roll back. Amazing. 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 What state was that? I was in Missouri. So I loaded up on the roll back and... 50 miles down the road, I gave him two t-shirts and several hats and $275 cash and off I went. All the other states were fine though? Everybody. They just, they just needed Even hats. California, as bad really? as they are, they okay. let us go through there. That's too funny. What's some of the other, what's some, what do you remember like one story that sticks out? You're driving that eight hauler, there had to be one that sticks out above. Oh man, there's a bunch of them I reckon. Uh, it was just how people wanted that kid yeah. to win and blowing the horn and I mean they ride by and wave and blow the horn and stick their number eight sticker out or their eight ad out. Right. I mean it was like it was fun. Uh oh Tom Beatty, number one fan, yes you're late and we have docked your fandom. Uh oh, he's in trouble. Yeah he's in trouble. That's right. <laughs> uh okay meet Rick, Tom, say hi Tom. Hey Tom. Tom. There's our number one fan. There you get your own personal greeting Tom, even though you're late. That's fine. Okay, so we went through the glory years of Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, and then we went through the <clears throat> not so. Yeah, well, we we did the swap a root air with uh, the fifteen. We got Michael for a year, and they got Dale Junior. That was uh, I don't know why they did that, but it didn't last. I right. mean, the next year we went right back. When you saw how how, and we've had other people sit with us from DI. How did it make you feel when you saw that? What we once had was starting to kind of slide off the cliff. It's you go. I go by there every day going to Stuart Haas Racing. That's the road that I take every day. And it's like when you go by there. When I went by there in 2008 when we left and started 2009 at Stuart Haas, I'd go by there every day. It was like, I'm supposed to turn left right here. Yeah. I'm supposed to turn in this parking lot. Yeah. But it was it's sad to see all that, what, what was there. I mean, we had a good thing going on. We had a great thing going on there. I mean, it wasn't like, well, the Jeff Clark said, it wasn't, we went to plate races, it wasn't going to be, you know, if we're going to win, it was going to be who's going to win. Yeah, right. And we and we go to plate races, and you know, Jeff said, we've already set up for teardown. He's, what are you doing? We're getting ready to, for after the race. I'm like, wow, you guys are cocky. The one yeah. thing I liked about that place with Tony Sr. And, and Stiffy. Tony Jr. Tony Jr. Is you could run really good on Sunday, or run really bad on Sunday, and the mood was the same on Monday. It didn't make no difference. Yeah. It was like... It was yeah. It was the same. We, yes, we want to go win every race that we went right. to, but it was no different if we won or we finished tenth on Monday. It was the same. Same move. Same move. Because we swept Bristol. Dale yep. Junior won the Xfinity race. 
the cup race. So I come in on Monday, I'm like, woo, yeah, way to go. And they're like, what? What? I'm like, it was the same. I'm like, yeah. I go, okay, well, the hell, I'll just get out of here. I'll go dance on my desk. So it's pretty good. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's always the same. Same amount of time. I used to look because my office was right around from here. So I'd go out and because it was the outside doors and I'd come trotting through. And, you know, it'd be lunchtime. I'd just jump in a van with you guys and go. It was it was a good group. Oh, you gotta go to lunch. Pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. Pie in the sky or Bob's Diner, whatever. Um, on Thursdays was. Um, they do uh, Whataburger. Whataburger on Thursdays. And you know why? Most time I was gone on Thursday, right. but sometimes I was there. Do you know why we went to Whataburger on Thursday? No. Because Vinny's used to be open and it was Dollar Beer Night on Wednesday. Oh. So. <laughs> So they needed some yeah, beer sponge. They needed some sponge <laughs> to suck up the alcohol. Greets and that. Uh, hey, here's your man, Richard Bostick. Says my man, Rick. Good man. There you go. He just popped in. Oh, Bostick. Right Hello, Richard. There you go. You're a good one. He talked good about you before you got here, Rick. Um, so as your careers go along, there all of a sudden, use the demise of DEI takes place. Now, were you part of the division of the Lions and the Tiger? You know they did the. You know, the Christian Lions, like, were you part of that, or did you move with the team when they went? I just moved the team. Um, the whole eight team, at that time, Tony Gibson was a crew chief. Right. <clears throat> and he said, oh, look, guys, we, we're, we've been asked to come all, all of us to come over to Stuart Haas and do Ryan Newman on the 39. So our hire date was December the 8th, 2008. That's when we all went over there and walked in the front office and uh, – they gave us a tour of the place. And you all went as a group. As a group. All so of us went the same. eight team went as a whole. Yep. Because you guys were. The road guys. Right, all the, the road, road guys. Road guys yeah. All the road guys went as a, as a whole. And uh, they gave us a tour of the place. And our start, that was our actually officially start date was okay. December 8, 2008. Hmm. That's how I got three weeks vacation faster than Todd Cable did because he didn't come because we asked him. Right. He, was, he went with DEI. He went over to the Well, he stayed over there about the middle of January, and we talked him into coming over, and he was my backup driver then. Or we're equal right. there. It doesn't make any difference. We used right. to say backup driver. Code, 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 don't make yeah. any difference. Because right. um, we both do the same thing now. But he finally came over, and I got my third week vacation, and he he was two weeks <laughs> longer than he right. should have been to get his three weeks. He has, he has it now. Well, I remember because I got out, was it 2000, 2007, and I know when the whole thing went down and Dale Jr. said, if you guys got someplace to go, go, because I'm the hell out of here. We're all like, what did you just say? And then, you know, it happened. Yeah. And a few guys, four guys, he loved to take four guys to Hendrick with him, and the rest of you guys, you know, you had it. But I think, what, how did it make you feel they wanted all of you as a group? How did that make you feel it, over at Stuart Hall? It, uh... I don't know. It was like it was time to go. I think at that particular time, the the morale was way down at that particular time. And then we had Mark, and you couldn't have had a nicer guy to Mark Martin to work with, or, or Eric. Eric mm -hmm. was Eric on the roll. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I was coming home from uh, from Charlotte uh, Sunday night, and he pulled up to me, and his wife rolled down the window and says, "Why are you at, Why are you driving so crazy?" <laughs> I said, "I'm not driving crazy." I said, "I saw the kids in the back." Yeah. I said. Your kids need to ride me to a racetrack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think they, they talked about her and the two kids riding me to Martinville. <laughs> Todd Cable's watching. He just goes, but I got my vacation and bonus from DEI. Oh, take that. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I know we all talk about it. And I want to ask you a question. I ask anybody else. Um, if by something happened and. Hey, let's get DEI going back together again and bring back pretty much, would you? Oh, and a hell, yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> Not even a question. Like, Just tell me when. Exactly. Everyone says that pretty much the same thing, myself included. It would be, uh, it would be uh, I don't know if we could capture lightning in a bottle, but, you know, I go by there and sometimes I'll stop. Like before the season, I'll stop and you just, then it'll open. You'll just look and you'll think about, you know, the Dale Earnhardt days and all the big times and putting the flags up, the victories and the, Christmas parties, and then now your sister's well manicured lawn, and you look and yeah, and it keeps that place looking good. They're looking good, but you know, for what? Actually, it was uh, um, weird because when we were Chevrolet before we switched over to Ford on the off season, 
Over at Stewart Haas. At Stewart Haas, we would have to go get Chevrolet parts, and we got them from the eight shop. It's where they kept all the parts. Oh, at. Really? And I walked in there, and it was like looking around. It's like, man, this don't look nothing like what we had. Well, did, we that had. place could talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was weird going in there and seeing that. I'm sure. Um, okay, so then you go over to Stewart Haas. Um, you're with Ryan Newman. So what was it? Was a, how much of a change? Like a culture change? Or how, did Tony, how did Tony make you feel? Tony was a great guy. Tony still is. I mean, he he's. He, we asked him one time about something, and his comment was, "I'll be Huckleberry," <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> he's out there in flip flops and in shorts, and it's thirty degrees, and that wind blowing under that canopy. Right. That's when we were asking him about putting a you know box in it in. I'll be a Huckleberry, <laughs> but it's still open. Right. Um, great guy. So what, what was it like when you guys the transition going over there? Because you know you. You're used to doing something for six years, and you guys, we'd walk in there, we just knew. No one had to talk, yeah. you just knew. Yeah. Now you're like... It's the same because you went with the same eight guys. Right. We all went over there. And, there, you know, it was a... Tony asked me, uh, him and Eddie, when walking through the garages, I will never forget, it was in Chicago, and they had made the announcement they were going to start Stuart Haas Racing. Right. And he walked by me, and he said, uh, you want to drive a truck for me? Who's this? Tony. Okay. And I said, when are you going to start today? <laughs> he said, well, I'm going to get you. this home. Again. I'll call you this time. Well, he's probably going to find out who he had to get. Well, I was, I was in. Okay. He had me at hello. <laughs> so, so you started with Ryan Newman, and then you went to? I stayed with Ryan Newman. Uh, Gibson and Jay and uh, Two Beer and all those guys went with Danica. I stayed on, on the 39. Mm -hmm. And luckily, when Ryan's... Tinder was up, we got Harvick. Right. I mean, yeah, you know, I get Which one are you going to take? Because I was at RCR when he announced he was leaving there, yeah. and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And then he went over to you guys, and you know, we yeah, got the rest. I mean, and then, of course, the first year we won the, yeah. won the championship and the Daytona 5. No, we didn't win the Daytona. No. We won the championship. My first ever. Right. So, so, what do you have to your credit? You have one Daytona 500? 2004? One, yep. With, okay. uh, two Indies. Right? Uh, championship. Okay. I had one with Newman and one with Harvick. Right. And we won nine races last year. Won Charlotte, 600. Won the All-Star Race. Yep. Back-to-back um, -back races in Michigan. Back-to-back -back in, uh, I don't know, what, did we do back-to-back -back in Dover? I know we did back-to-back -back in Michigan. See, he's got a good memory for all this, folks. He's got a good memory. Uh, I'm old. That's all right. I didn't realize you were 66. 66. That's pretty good. And I get my yeah. first Social Security check next Tuesday, bro. <laughs> when was your birthday? Uh, uh, it was July. Okay. July 18th. I had to be 66 in two months. So I told my wife, I said, bring that first check home when it hits the bank. <laughs> she said, why do you want to do that? I said, because it took me 66 six years, years to get it. I want to spend it like I want to. All right, so working with Harvick, uh, you want to talk about this past weekend and how disappointing it was? Uh, it was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, we were we were in good shape there, and um, he was doing exactly what he had to do. And uh, when he hit when he hit the brakes, his tire locked up and slid right in the wall. But yeah. I played golf in his golf tournament yesterday. Um, talked to him for a little briefly in the end of it, and thanked him for letting me play, and told him he was he was my horse. He would never win another race. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so we got some questions here for you. I'm going to start out late. Uh, someone said, ask you, is there a ghost at Dale Earnhardt Incorporated? No. There is no ghost. Why would someone ask there, you about that? I was Go in ahead. there at all grades of time of night and day. Every now and again, you'd hear something that, you know, turn your head. But right. I didn't hear no tools hitting the floor or somebody banging on the wall. Okay. But I think it was just basically the like the air conditioner on top or something. Or they had fans in, in the truck bay. Okay. Now, Teresa scared the heck out of me one time. I was coming back from Darlington, and I was I was the last truck to leave because we finished in the top three, and we had to get teardown. So I was the last mm -hmm. one to get back, and it was like 2 in the morning, 2.30 or something like that, and I just felt something went right, and I was pulling the toolbox off, and I turned around and looked, and she was staring right at me. It was like, holy moly. What did you say? She said, are you the last one back? And I said, uh, yes, ma'am. I said, we had to tear down, and I said, I'm just starting to unload the, the bottom. And she said, okay, have a nice day. She drove off. Did you ask her why she was there? No. Okay, got no, it. Why none of my business? <laughs> I wanted to stick my nose in that one. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, I got trapped in there uh, when I first started. We were starting. To, we started the website. I was. I was working away. We had, we had like a launch date, 
And also, next thing I knew, it was, I don't know, like 9 o'clock at night. And my wife at the time called. She's like, are you, what? she's like, I go, oh my gosh, my car's in the shop. I said, I'm sorry, can you, can you come get me? She goes, are you still there? I said, yeah, I just answered the phone here. She goes, oh my gosh. I said, so she comes to get me. So I'm living in Mooresville, so by the time she gets out there. Well, in the meantime, I said, I'll go outside and wait for it. Because, you know, as I'm walking out, you know, you'd walk out where the office area was. And you take the right where the one bay was to go out where the security was. Well, I didn't know any of the codes. I didn't know what was armed, alarmed, or nothing. I knew the one to get out. And I went out, and all of a sudden the alarms start going off. I go, gosh, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. The alarms are going, I mean, I'm only there like a month or so. So I go back into the big, you know, the, where the Taj Mahal, where the garage Mahal, where all the displays were. And I'm sitting there, and it's going off. And all of a sudden, I felt this presence. Like, Dale was there, and he's laughing at me. And I'm like, I'm like I remember going, it's not that funny. Really out loud, like it's not that funny, and like he just got a kick out of it. Well then, I so my, my cell phone, my wife calls me. She goes, "Is everything okay? There's cop cars all over." I go, "What?" She goes, "There's sheriff's cars all over the place." I go, "Oh no!" About that time, I go walking out. In walks Iredell County Sheriff. And he goes, "You belong here?" And he like he's reaching. I go, "Yeah, yeah, I work here. I work here." He goes, "What are you doing in here?" I said, "I work here. I, I got trapped in here late." He goes, I, "He goes, stop it on your ID." And he's like, "Give me the business." Well, all of a sudden, here comes. Um, Randy, 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 Randy Earnhardt. Randy came from home. Randy came around the corner and he's laughing, laughing his ass off at me. And he goes, yeah, you figured out who was stuck in here. And I just remember, I was just scared that being the only person in there in that big place. So it's, I will say there is a presence, but I won't say there's a ghost. How's I it? never saw that. I just heard okay. little creaks and crannies. I yeah. didn't hear nobody throwing wrenches on the floor. Got it. Uh, LDR, is that supposed to mean something? <laughs> I will not go there on that one. <laughs> Okay, he said he'll know what it is. I said, okay, I'll ask. Hey, I, I know what it is. Okay, who asked you that? I don't remember, but it was great. Uh, but it was probably there. Jay Grenary. It was not Jay. Well, wasn't Jay. <laughs> All right, so I'm supposed to ask you about um, bowling shoes at Martinsville. Well, well, well. Yes, that was. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we go down there, and this is when folks, folks, this was classic. I witnessed it, so I'm just. This is when we were on with the 15 team, and yeah. we bowled against NASCAR. And so every and every year, year in, in March will be the bowling tournament. And they closed the bowling tournament down, closed I believe, play, yeah. just to NASCAR employees and team members right. and NASCAR people. Right. So we bowled against NASCAR. Well, the guy that was a sponsor uh, for Napa just bought a humongous bucket of Bud Light and set it on the counter. Right. Well... What's Otis supposed to do but drink the beer? Well, that's what we're all supposed to do because, you know. <laughs> so I drink the beer and I, sure. I'm this guy when I get to that limit. Right. I'm quit and I'm ready to go. Sure. So I went to the bathroom and I walked out to the bathroom and I looked at the lanes and I looked at the front door and I just turned went to the front door and walked to the hotel. So the hotel we're staying at was a typical Martinsville. It probably looked great in 1950-something. Oh, yeah. It looked great, but all the doors opened out and, like, there was a railing and then, like, a courtyard. So we wouldn't hang in the courtyard. And the keys were the the yeah, old drop in. Yeah, the yeah the card. Yeah, and it don't work too good when you're using your credit card to try to open the door. It wouldn't open, so I just sat there and went to sleep by the door. We come back and like Rick, Rick's sitting out there. I'm like, oh god, I hope he's okay. And they're like, he's okay. I said, they can watch. So they woke up. And you're sitting there and you had your card in your hand, and I go and they're like. Oh, I know what happened here. And like we got him, but you know, you just went to sleep because you were tired. So the next day, I go get in the van. Now wait a minute. When you left the bowling alley, I, well, I left everything. You left your shoes, bowling ball, bag. You just wanted to go everything. I left it all. They had no clue where I was at. You just, your porch light went on. It's time My, to go. It was time to go. Yeah. So the so hotel was close by. Yeah. I get up. I walk to the hotel. I get up next morning. I look down and I had got my tennis shoes and all I see is white bowling shoes. I said, you know what? <laughs> I gotta walk down there with these white bowling shoes on. So, so I get in the van. Pops didn't speak to me. Everybody just see the whole team's in the van. The whole team's in the van. To take so the I get in the very back seat. Trying to be sneaky. And then I made a comment. I said, "Blank, blank! I gotta walk in with these blankety white bowling shoes on." And all of a sudden, here comes a tennis shoe from the front all the way to the back. <laughs> no, you didn't, you drunk ass. <laughs> I brought your tennis shoes and your bowling ball. <laughs> oh, they saved your bowling ball. You got a bowling Perfect. ball. Perfect. So, yeah, I just I wish I was to see you walking down the 
with the bowling shoes on. That was one of the classics. I probably cleaned off all the stop signs or oh, yeah. road signs yeah, going there. Made it back. Against them, trying to made it back safely. Get back. But I got back. <clears throat> Martinsville, the bowling tournament, was, that was always just oh, that was fun. fun time. Fun times. All right. Uh, we have a question here from one of our viewers, uh, Matthew Lauren Fillion. Uh, favorite tracks, least favorite, and why? Uh, I like Bristol. Because? Uh, it's just racing. Uh, Martinsville, it's racing. You get in these big tracks and they, these cars now just get separated from each other. It's not close. It's gotten better with no practice. Yes. But the closer races uh, are better for me because I don't have to drive as far. But if I picked one, it'd be Bristol, night race. Perfect. Because it's a little more, it's at night and it's, it gets get your blood going, and of course, when you win one, you get to set up there on that big plateau with the yes, car. And that big trophy. Get that humongous trophy. I've taken home like four times. So yeah, times. question. So when they you win, you always got to take the trophy. We home, take right? the trophies home. So where did you put the trophy? When the you trophy won? was at the very back uh, at the truck when the door shut. It was just room enough because it's too big to get in the lounge. Okay. You couldn't get it in the lounge, so we put a blanket over it and set it right behind the toolbox, and I put a little strap on it. And it shut the door, and that was the first thing to come off when we got sure. the truck. Perfect. I always wondered. I took one home from uh, Richmond one night, uh, cup race, Harvick wins, and like they just said, here, Richard goes, here, Packman, take this home. Now, I was driving, I was going, so I'm doused in beer and champagne. I didn't have any because, you know, and I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, I smell. And if I get pulled over, they're going to say, uh, you smell. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I have strapped in my passenger seat the Richmond Trophy. And uh, a bottle of champagne, uh, and it was just how do you, there's your proof that you know, yeah, well, I mean, coming you, from the you track. Got, they'd have gave you a blood test, you'd have passed. That's fine, I was good. Yeah, you're, you're good. You I just smelled of alcohol, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you have a trophy like how many other guys had that? Uh, least favorite track and why? Speedways, I don't as in that. either one of them, really. No, because I just it's a wreck fest. Yeah, you're taking a million dollar car out there and turning you got four cars. Yeah. You're tearing them all hell just for the fans that see wrecks. Right. I don't like speedways. I wish we could race one to the end, like the last 15 laps. I wish we could just complete it without a late caution, you know, the restart and all that. So, um, favorite memories? I mean, you, you've had you championship know, in 2000, I mean, 2020, I mean, 14, right. and then went into 500 in 2004. Right. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot about it after, yeah. after the fact when we got back to the condo. Sure. Pops. Flew the plane down there with all the shop guys on it. And well, that's right. You brought them all down for the uh, sent the plane home and then put them back and brought it down there. And they all went out. But I think I was talking to a tree that was in the corner of the condo. <laughs> we we, uh, we definitely enjoyed that that one. That was fun. That one was fun. And then we I remember we went to <laughs> we had to stay and race on Monday, the Xfinity race because yes. it rained out and we right. won that too. And we had yeah, and we had the we had the uh, Daytona USA. Yes, we put the car. And I'll never get Teresa coming around with gum. She goes, you guys need gum or something. You guys need breath mints or something. We're like, <laughs> sorry. Like, it was yeah. like, get home. And I think it was like at 6, 7 in the morning, remember? It, it, it was, was brutal. Yeah. Oh. I signed it on the left front fender. Uh, Mickey Russell, I signed the uh, right rear fender. Mickey. And Mickey Russell, hey, Otis, love you speedway racing. You love speedway racing. It's being smart. Uh, Jason Eitzen, Otis, what's up, Spanky? What's Sp that? Spanky. What's the story on that or no? Spanky uh, is, uh, he worked at Stuart Haas. He, he was uh, the cook at Penn's. Oh, yeah, I remember him, yeah. That's it, that's Spanky. Yep, I had him on uh, He was at the track this week, and he's not doing good. I hope you're getting better. Yep. Uh, uh, Tom Beatty, your number one fan, he says, how do you feel about road courses? Um, I didn't like him at first. Uh, I think it's. It's part of the sport that's going to keep growing. Right. I think they're going to keep doing road courses. So it's, you either like them or right. quit. <laughs> that's good. He says he hates them. I'm not a fan of them. Um, Get them on a mile and a half mile track, half mile track. Let them beat and bang, run like heck. The road courses, I just, I think NASCAR personally is leaning towards the, the F1 side with mm -hmm. this new car, this new car with yeah. a single lug nut. And, Number it's gonna be easy to tie down in a truck though. Why is it so? Because it's they got a they single lug nut, but they put a, a a lug nut on with a a swivel hook, right? So we can go front or back. And you just take two ratchets and strap the front, two ratchets at the back. You don't even have to climb under the car anymore. Ah, look at you! It's all from the outside. See, perfect. And so then big those speedway cars are getting kind of <laughs> low to ground. This big boy to get under. 
the uh, the long trips out west. Did you like those? I mean, you, you're seeing. When the I first went, when I first went, yes, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool because right. you got to see stuff that nobody gets to see. Right. But now, you know, when it takes you 42 hours to get to Sonoma, uh, no, not a fan of that anymore. All right. So when you do it, so you have a co-driver. You do shifts uh, of how Mitchell. long? Steve Mitchell is uh, me and him do the four car, and uh, we'll start out with eight because you have to take a break between the fifth and eight hour. Right. So we'll do seven hours and 50 minutes and then I'll start driving and do my 11 so we don't we, we don't have to start for that 30 minutes. Right. So we, we skip 30 minutes and then I'll drive my five, my 11, but I have to stop between the fifth and eight hour. And we usually try to do it in that time where we need fuel so we can get fuel the time we're taking a 30 minute break. So there's a, there's a science to this whole yes. thing. Yes, I mean, we keep the left door shut, you can make some time. Okay. And we do. Uh, any ever having a wreck or a breakdown at all? Or I broke down several times. Me and Todd, matter of fact, uh, was going to uh, Phoenix, and uh, they had a wreck in the road, and I was in the left-hand lane, and there was junk everywhere, and a piece of metal flew up and hit the air tank on the trailer, Oof. knocked the air valve off of it, and it sets it right down on the tires, and you got to stop because it would catch the trailer yeah. on fire. And it was uh, about 28 degrees, and... 2.30 in the morning, and yeah. we called Loves, and Loves didn't have nobody, and called Pilot, they didn't have nobody. It would be daylight. I said, ma'am, I need to get to Phoenix. Right. I so have some port cargo this, here. This guy came, we got a hold of this guy and his kid come out there with a, a milk crate full of parts, and I don't know how that kid got under that truck because the airbags were all the yeah. way down, and they fixed it in about an hour, and I gave him, he, he was only going to charge me $100. I gave him $300 and said, see ya. Did you give him a hat and t-shirt or no? I gave him two hats. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> no t-shirt, just hat. Didn't have no t-shirt. Okay, so that's good. Uh, question from, uh, oh, Justin, our, our website magician. Uh, he asks, I take it you're a huge fan of low, uh, no downforce then? Is that sarcasm? Or? Uh, I'm just a, put me on a mile and a half track, mm. mile track, you know, Dover. Yeah. Can't Dover. beat Dover. I mean, Dover is just badass. Mm. Yep. I mean, you got, you're going to get to the point where in about six or seven laps, you're going to catch the back of the field, and it's racing all day. Yeah. Sound like Martinsville and Bristol. And, um, and the mile and a half tracks, Harvick's really good at, so okay, good. I'll take mile and a half tracks. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so you're, all, the, all the things you've seen on the highway, and uh, what, what's probably some of the most beautiful part of the country of the USA you've seen? When you first go into Arizona, mm -hmm. uh, the top side, you go in there about... I don't know how far it is, but the rock formations, about the rocks on the side of the road, how they're, it's like they're just carved out of big stone. I mean, it's big boulders on top of little boulders and a big boulder on the top of the other boulder. It's like a man, man that made that. Right. How did you get there? It got there by the, the good man upstairs. Uh, what's your least favorite trip? Don't tell me Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. uh, the least favorite is Sonoma. Yeah. Uh, because it's so far out there. And you know, it, and it's not NAS, It's not our fault. It's not NASCAR's fault. The pandemic. We do these one-day shows. Okay, we race for three hours. It takes us forty-two to get out there, forty-two to get back. So eighty-four hours for right. three hours of racing. Uh, did you like the new schedule, the, the reduced schedule? Do you like that? Or I like the one-day shows because we get to stay home a lot more. Because right. back when we was at DEI, oh, I've yeah. done all thirty-six races and the test and the testing. So you were. I've done it all. Yeah. And didn't have nobody except co-driver when we went to long trips, but. I like the two day the two day shows next year they're talking about is going to be. Well, you have to. Yeah, they're going to do some, and I think it's what they're talking is to me is they're going to do a forty minute practice and qualifying's in that forty minutes practice. Yeah. So, and then you you line them up, they impound it after the practice, and you you line them up race on uh, something. Richard Coleman. Oh, pudding. 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 Okay. He says, "Hey, ask us about his golf game." Hey, you should have seen me yesterday. Well, Wait, wait, this is part two. He said he has to carry extra bottles of sand on his cart for divot repairs. <laughs> I can ask, but you can tell if you want to. So golf? So golf. What, do you, what do you do for hey, fun? What do you do for fun? Uh, What's your I release? like to play golf. Pudding Pud calls me a son. I call okay. him my dad. I text him today. I said, Dad, hey, yeah, by the way, Dad, when, are you, going, right there, right there. when are you going to area and see my yard? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, when you do that. Don't talk about my divots. Come on <laughs> over there and seed fertilize my yard. Perfect. So you can run. So what is what is your outlet? What is it? I mean, when you're not driving, you can't. I love to play golf. But okay. me and him get along. We 
you know, he, he kick, picks me up so I can have a few beverages because I won't drive and drink. You can't, I can't. You can't. You know, I mean, I real quick, we joke about, you know, what's happened, but Rick is beyond safe, and when it comes time to drive, time yeah. to drive, and, and he knows the difference between fun and when and not to. But when you're, you know, the track, well, he says when you mow it, he'll do that. I um, mowed it today. There you go, Richard, so get over there. See it tomorrow. There you go. But, you know, you've always been safety first, and you've always, you know, when it's time to have fun, you know, yeah. the old schedule, you could have fun on a Friday or, because, you know, Saturday, you're yeah, not going Saturday anywhere. Saturday, we was at the track. track and, working. You know, it was, the hardest thing was, is win a race and not be able to drink a beer. Yeah. Because I had to drive. Sure. And you're sponsored but, by Budweiser. Sponsored by Budweiser. And, but same, same with uh, with Harvick. You don't win a race. Oh, yeah, that's and right. I'm by myself. Yeah, like just, Bristol. We won the Bristol night race. I can't drink a beer because I got to drive. I just noticed something. You, Budweiser and you seem to have been traveling. It followed me. I was just... I just put that. I just put that together. Their stocks went down when when I left. So they got your back together. They got me back. Yeah, Perfect. The stocks okay. Went down. Perfect. Um, if you all right, so this is chance. Londa, your wife. She's been with me all these years, and all the years she's supported everything. It's got me, the kids and everything. It's, it's got me a lot. She is. Uh, she's a. I hadn't seen anybody work as hard as that woman. I mean, mm-hmm. but she puts up with me, and that called. She's a saint. Because yeah. I was on rough around the edges when we met. Yeah. Uh, it took a while to tame me down, but she finally did. But she is a great mother, unbelievable grandmother. Um, it's Mimi. Yeah. Mimi's house. Got it. Grandkids are welcome. Parents by appointment right. only. Ah, oh, really? Yes. Wait, say that one more time. Grandkids, Grand, are, wel- grandkids are welcome. Parents by appointment only. Ooh, look at that. There's nice. a sign as you come in the door <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> Okay, nice to the kids. Y'all can leave right now. Perfect. <laughs> Just leave the kids. <laughs> y'all get out. That's great. Uh, great woman. All right. And on that note, I'm, I'm just going to say thanks uh, for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Um, when I saw you in the garage, I like saw you and I walked by. I was like, we got to get him on. Um, and uh, I've had a lot of fun with you through the years and appreciate your friendship. It was good to have you on here with us. So uh, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll toast you. Can you toast your Coca-Cola? There we go. And at the end of the show, we show. Hey, don't forget, folks, we have merchandise. Check out our website, pubtableracers.com, and uh, our YouTube channel. Be sure to sign up and just subscribe. It's free, and you get the condensed version of all this stuff. Uh, Push Eric see my yard tomorrow. Yeah, because he mowed it, all right? Push. I mowed it today. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Monica Rogers, one of the cool guests. Thank you, Monica. And on that note, we say good night, kid. Good night, kid. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe, everyone. See ya. Warren will be back next week, regularly scheduled time. Wow. Hey, another great show. Great Thank show. you so much, everybody, yep. for tuning Enjoy in. It. We appreciate it. We do this every Tuesday night, and Warren, I think the guests we've had have been fantastic. Phenomenal. And the people that are following us, we appreciate it. We're reaching 42,000 people a month. Can you believe that? And uh, we appreciate you watching. And, uh, We're having fun. Hope everybody else enjoys yeah. it. That's it. And it's just a fun show, bucket of beer, guys sitting around talking about it. So keep tuning in. We appreciate it. Check out our store and everything. But um, we appreciate you people, and uh, we will see you next week. Right, my friend? Yes, sir. All right. See you next week.